Are you a college student looking for extra guidance on how to, quote, figure out your life after college? Maybe you need to spice up your resume, find the best way to answer difficult interview questions, or you just want to be in the right mindset for determining your career path. My best-selling career ebook guide is now available on the official podcast website at whatfulfillsyou.com, where you can also find the most recent merchandise drop of the What Fulfills You Daily Notebook, aka my go-to leather notebook for writing down gratitude, priorities, meeting notes, and etc. You can find all of this on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I am your lovely host. Welcome if you're brand new to the show. Today's episode is a really fun episode because it's one of my raw chats, and if you're familiar with the podcast, then you are probably aware of some of the raw talks that I do with close friends and I typically choose to talk about topics that I have you know come to them on my own personal time to ask them for help with or just something to get their feedback on and those are the people that actually shape some of my mindset so I always feel like it's important that I bring those people on and share that conversation almost live if you will and um, kind of give you guys a glimpse into the people and community of people that I am able to bounce ideas off of and you know help support my mindset and my mentality in life Um, but I will share a little bit about Harry uh, because I don't know if we dive into it that much in the beginning of this episode but pretty much Harry is um, my best guy friend he's been a very close friend of mine for many years now and our friendship just started really organically because we were um, both tennis players and he still plays tennis competitively in college but um, if you guys didn't know I played tennis for about 10 years maybe a little bit more um, USTA tournaments and so um, that's how we connected and he also mentioned in the episode that I met him through his sister who's also a figure skater so yeah, I was a figure skater and a tennis player, and so that's how we met. But um, Harry's just one of those people that um, really compliments me as a friend because I am very type A. I can be really anal about certain things, and he's a little bit more on the opposite end when it comes to how he approaches certain things in life, like school and work, and and kind of he's a little bit more laid back about certain situations and so it's really awesome because having a friend that does have strengths in um, you know areas of life that you need a little bit more of it's awesome to give them a call and say hey how would you approach this and to hear their viewpoint on it and to be able to have them help you sort out whatever issues it is you have in your head so Harry's just my uh, one of my best guy friends that I go to whenever I'm feeling really overwhelmed about something and it's just um, really really incredible and, and I'm super grateful to have him as a friend and been able to just give him a call 
wherever I am in the world, really. Like I'll call him even the other day when I was in New York and just was feeling really overwhelmed about um, a certain situation that just made me super uncomfortable. And so um, just really awesome to have a friend like that. And I think if anything, it's something I advise to fellow women is that um, it's really great if you're able to or if your personality is like mine, where you do like to, I guess, take Uh, you know opinions and thoughts from different types of people especially from a guy if you are a girl and and vice versa because they're always going to have a different perspective on on certain things and I believe that is what is going to help everyone in this world be more open-minded and be more willing to adopt to new ways of life and and whatever comes our way because life um, you know is just evolving over the next couple of years so I don't want to rant too much longer, but um, today's episode, again, is just really fun, raw conversation focused on a lot of what both him and I have learned over the years and um, topics that I've come to him for advice on in my own personal life. So with that being said, we will dive into it. Harry, it's, it's been a minute, but we're finally doing the episode today. Yes, we are. Where do we even begin? I guess I think it's always important for people to understand the context of where my friendship begins. So how about you share in your perspective, how did our friendship begin? Where did it all start? Yes, yes, yes. It started about, was it four years now? Yeah, about about four years. I think it was the summer of my summer of my freshman year going into sophomore. Mm -hmm. Uh, We my sister little background my sister grace is a figure skater uh, and emily happens to be a very good figure skater herself <laughs> and uh yeah that's how so my sister knows emily through figure skating and um and i think emily was a tennis player too at that time mm-hmm. and obviously you know my background um i play tennis in college right now i've played tennis all my life and uh yeah one summer my sister was like hey i have this friend uh, she's looking to, to hit with someone to play some tennis and and that's you know we just we met one day yeah. and we hit and then the rest is history yeah, yeah. that was funny that was during my summer junior year going into senior year mm-hmm. and yeah. I remember too when I hit with you that was like the first time in like nine months that I was hitting playing tennis I remember you said remember I remember that? you said that yeah one of the first things you said is <laughs> like, like just just be warned yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a little i don't think i did rusty. terribly like for like I, no. I think you were surprised you're like you're not terribly rusty for someone that hasn't played no, in yeah, a long yeah. time and usually the people that say like it's been a while this that you you know you got some some <laughs> skill behind there it's not it's not gonna be that bad yeah but yeah that was interesting but then i yeah. think what like really started our friendship too so that was like how we knew each other and then we became friends because of the orange county fair so Grace yes, invited me yeah. to meet up with her and her other friends, mm-hmm. and then I brought out my roommate at the yeah, time, yeah. and then that's when I met you and Jack. Jack is our <laughs> other really good friend. Yes. And so that's just I think when it started because that's when we like we're like oh let's like hang out more. Yeah. You know I forget like how did it like go from there though? How did it go from you like, know I I feel like you know I've always, <laughs> I mean obviously I've had like you know I I like to to talk about you know, problems and things going mm-hmm. on in my life. And at that time, you know, I was going through a lot of transition, you know, I was, mm-hmm. you know, if I was transferring colleges, I was struggling a bit with tennis and stuff. So it was, it was, you know, it was a bit of a struggle point in my life, I guess. And then, 
I, I met you. Yeah. And um, you were very easy to talk to. Uh, you know, great listener. You know, had some great advice for me. And you know, I I really like that. And to have that in a friend is is very lucky. And um, you know, at our age, we're going through a lot. So yeah. That I, I, we just kind of clicked, I guess, in that in that aspect. And so it it really grew into a very like healthy. You know, like back and forth, you know, you you said your things, I've said my things, yeah. issues, you know, whatever was going on in our lives, we kind of just talked about it. And it was very natural and easy. It came off very easy for us. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just built a strong bond. And yeah, that's that's the friendship. That's the friendship, <laughs> that's the friendship. Right? No, it's so yeah. funny, too, because that year I was a senior in college and I mm-hmm. feel like I was struggling with a lot of yeah. like, you know, roommate issues oh, if you yeah. <laughs> I remember the room yeah I remember mm-hmm. so um yeah no I'm really glad though that we like our friendship just became like really cool organically you know yeah. like we started talking about personal life stuff and then we were I just feel like the way we bounce ideas off of each other is really good because I think you and I approach things differently mm-hmm. but then because of that because we're sharing it with someone that thinks differently we yeah. get like in a more objective perspective so when you talk to me about things I feel like I'm a little bit more logical and kind of give a more analytical viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And for you, you're able to kind of calm me down a bit. And you're saying, hey, like, look at it this way, you know, because I feel like our difference in viewpoints helps each other solve our like a hundred percent. And then, yeah, for and for look, I'm not I'm not I'm not a chill. Look, just FYI, I'm not a chill. You know, I I obviously I have my struggles. I have, you know, pretty bad anxiety. You know, I I, I'm a big overthinker. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Emily knows that. <laughs> yeah, look, it, I I come off. I, it's very easy for me to kind of hear it and kind of calm people down. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not. <laughs> I wish it was the same. Yeah, yeah. For, I wish I can do because it to myself. You know what's funny? Yeah. I get. I guess you could call anxiety about things that you find chill. And then mm-hmm. for me, you know, we talked about this one time where I would bring up something like I'd be freaking out about something, and to you, you're relaxed about it. But then something else you're freaking out about, I'm like. Yeah, that's nothing, dude. No, yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's funny to us because yeah. then when we see that in each other, we're like, oh, you know? Yeah, because we, we like to build things up in our head, mm-hmm. as many people do. Yeah. And it becomes this whole story, <laughs> this whole idea. But, you know, half of the thoughts may not even turn out to be true, may yeah. not even turn out to be real. And yeah, it's, it's very nice to have, you know, that friend or that person you can talk to mm-hmm. to just kind of snap you, like, out of it and yeah. to to really, you know, make it more clear. Like right. to, to, to make it more of like a like a realization of just, okay, just stop thinking about that. Just right. come back to reality. What's real, you know? And so, yeah, that's that's what Emily and I, you know, we've, we've been doing for each other. And yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Where, what topic do we want to start with? Oh, where to start? I feel like, let's do dating, you know? Because <laughs> well, not yes, only is this is yeah, like, yeah. just like straight to the point topic, uh, but also it is something that you and I talk to each other about yeah. in our own life stuff, you know? Yeah. I, like, I tend to come to you and say, hey, I feel like, you know, I, do I text this guy do i do this this and this and oftentimes we both kind of conclude what do you have to lose you know yeah like those kind of things and um even same same with you but i guess going straight into the deep stuff you okay you kind not i guess kind of recently not that recent anymore went through a first breakup ever yes you went through yeah. your first relationship ever mm. which by the way if you recall for years you wanted that you wanted a relationship g- leading up to it too because i used to tell you 
about my serious relationship mm-hmm. and i would say it's not as fun and pretty as it looks no. and i think everyone in a relationship can say that but i think like i was saying it's just not the grass is not greener on the other side and no, I, everyone no. knows that and but and, i think it was really cool for me mm-hmm. to see you go through your first relationship and at the funny time too i feel like that was when i first moved to la mm-hmm. and you were transitioning to Chapman and you were adapting to a new school, new life and stuff. So we kind of were yeah. not like, not like disconnected purposely, but mm-hmm. we're just kind of like so busy in our new lives mm-hmm. that um, I didn't get to like fully observe that relationship. But I yeah. feel like you grew a lot from having a first I, girlfriend yeah, look, and I, even I, ending it. Cause I was surprised. I told you, well, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think that you'd be the person to ever end it. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean pretty much all my life, you know, I'm, I'm 22 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of been, you know, I, I, I went to a tennis academy. I didn't go to, you know, a regular high school. I didn't have too many, like it was, it was very kind of, um, like a, a linear friend group, just very kind of like small group didn't have in the in the the dating world I don't have too many options let's say Mm -hmm. I just kind of you know I saw friends have girlfriends I always was kind of like you know the third wheel you know drove people to parties you know I experienced a lot of things on the outside and so that's pretty much how I went through you know high school years pretty much all of college up until obviously you know last year Mm -hmm. but yeah I've really you know always kind of had you know that idea in my mind of you know once I get a girlfriend oh how amazing it's gonna be how magical it's gonna be and look it you do get those things 100% you get those things but but yeah living it is a different story Mm -hmm. you know it's easy it was easy for me on the outside to kind of see you know okay wow they're having it looks like they're having a great time you know to see just just to see people you know have each other I've kind of you know always being on the outside just seeing that obviously I've never been through it so you know I can just I can always just have this idea it was very mm-hmm. easy for me mm-hmm. and so obviously not living it you know it's, yeah. it's a different story but but yeah I, I went through that last year you know finally got a girlfriend went through a lot um, and you know I was trying to I was and Emily really helped me through each situation with <laughs> being an overthinker I mm-hmm. am you know, it's it's very easy, especially in my first relationship, very easy for me to get in my head and mm-hmm. to, to kind of think about this. I just, I think about the worst things kind of right away. Mm-hmm. I don't think about, you know, obviously out of the relationship, it's easier for you to kind of like pinpoint and to, to see the things, what happened. But mm-hmm. in the relationship, yeah, it was, it was a lot of um, thinking, you know, what's right, what's wrong is this is this what harry you know harry like what i want to do or is this the relationship like just what what who am i in like a relationship right and so that's what i was really trying to figure out and you know at the end of the day you know it wasn't the right fit for me right but i mean yeah you can do you feel like you needed to experience that though you know how i always said like because you know even for me when i saw certain red flags per se or yellow flags i wouldn't say they're red flags but just things that i was like i don't know if it's gonna fully align with harry that well it almost felt like the parent that that parent that says like i told you so and i you know how much i hate that (laughs) because i feel like i've dealt with that my life but i kind of saw that in a way but then i recognized even in my own life that there's a lot of things you just can't teach right do you feel like no, you had to go through yeah, that in so order that, that, to understand no, the other that's side? An, like, that's yeah. an amazing point to bring up. There's some things you literally can just not know. You mm-hmm. cannot teach. 
and <laughs> and yeah being and so by by saying that you you learn so much about your you know you have all these ideas again like not being in a relationship if you've never experienced one you have all these ideas you can think of you mm -hmm. can create and so you know by not learning by not knowing obviously you can't know unless you lived it mm -hmm. that's i strongly believe if you've never done something in your life you only have so much you can kind of go off of it right. you have to you have to live you have to experience it you have to get like you know dive deep mm -hmm. into it to mm -hmm. really learn from it right and so with the relationship it's similar you know similar factors of just really get you know get into the to the struggles getting into you know some of the fights some of the disagreements that's the learning part mm -hmm. and so the the you know it's not always going to be lovey-dovey if, if your relationship is it's not a true relationship mm -hmm. unless you're kind of going through those struggles together mm -hmm. really getting to know the person by going through those struggles right and so it, it yeah it's it's funny because i would have never expected that being on the outside of that right and so being in a relationship you know going through those struggles whatever disagreements we had mm -hmm. but you know at the end of the day i mean i guess as advice as advice um for people who've never experienced a relationship just at the end of the day you have to be yourself yeah you have to make decisions that stay true to yourself and yeah. you have to follow your beliefs and so that's that's really makes or breaks a relationship mm -hmm. again i'm not a relationship expert right. i'm just saying it from my experience but it really makes or breaks a relationship by making sticking with your own beliefs your own mm -hmm. decisions and then you know just talking through it with your partner that's yeah. yeah I mean you can expand well I was curious too because I feel like that goes into the reason as to why you ended things right yeah. and you are someone not to be rude but and I've said this to you before so it's not like rude never to you, rude but, always take it as a learning experience yeah, yeah but you are someone that I feel like if I had to bet on who would break up with who like it's I would say you're not the one that's gonna do it 100%, so that's why I was yeah. really surprised but also really proud that you did it because I feel like that took a lot of internal courage to do or and say to yourself this is not working for me and I need to cut ties because that's yeah. very difficult for a lot of people mm -hmm. and like I said considering I don't see you as that type of person mm -hmm. prior to that what what was like the final factors for you and like what was pushing you to actually do yeah, that because look, i think that's hard for many people even myself i always told you yeah. i kind of ended things probably a couple months later yeah, than i really and, needed and to and obviously you know my personality yeah. that is the last thing yeah. i would want to do yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly I, to 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 break like that is the last thing i would ever want to do to someone and so for me to go through that and to to make those decisions and to to really push yourself out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. It's, it's something, again, I've never experienced and I've never been through and I would not want to go through again. Yeah. But again, I feel like life is about these certain experiences. It sucks, but you know, it's it's a big, big learning experience. And I, and I think I always said that to you too, mm -hmm. didn't I? Because like, my ex and I, we broke up once and yeah. then we got back together. And I think when I came back to that relationship, I was a whole new person because yeah. I grew so much. And at the time too, like even when we became friends, I was still like figuring out if we were getting back together with that. Mm. I was getting back with that guy. But I, but yeah. I always told yeah. you like, dude, you learn so much from it. And I think that's why I'm so specific now. Like yeah. you laugh at like how specific I am about the guys that I would date. But it's because I I went through so much in four years mm. and like saw what I liked, what what I didn't like, what worked for me. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you got the same experience in this first relationship? And was it different from what you would have expected from a first relationship 
Like, what are what are yeah. things that you like you realize that you didn't know before being in a relationship? Like, you know those. Yes. Okay. Obviously. So my experience is look, I've never experienced love out of either family or a friend, mm-hmm. and love with with the obviously like and romantically with yeah. a partner is a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> I, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, but with the you know. If we're talking about in the dating world with your partner, it's it's really finding more things about yourself. Right. Instead of kind of like, you know, talking through your friends or talking to your, you know, mom, dad, you know mm-hmm. them so well. But mm-hmm. this is really like love with the with a with another person, it, it really teaches a lot about yourself, which is the hardest thing that I learned is because what did you learn? What did you well, learn about yourself that you weren't aware of before? I, you know, I've kind of been through, my life is very, it's been comfortable, you know, not not too many, I guess, I guess extreme struggles. Mm-hmm. If, if that, like, yeah. it's been very comfortable living, you know, I've had supportive people in my life. It's been very easy in that aspect for me. Right. I'm, I'm very lucky to have that, very thankful for that. And so, but also it can kind of turn on you in a way which you wouldn't expect because being in a relationship, now you have to turn to yourself. Right. Now you can't really rely on, I mean, obviously right, right, you can right. get advice, but you can't rely you on other people. You, you have, have to, to do that by yourself. make your, your, these very hard decisions by yourself. Yeah. You have to. And that's something I feel like I yeah. always told you to, like I'm a huge advocate for. Yeah. Like you have to learn how to walk the path alone. Because that's that's everyone's biggest fear. And that's why I do a lot of things alone. I live here by myself. Mm -hmm. I travel a lot alone. And you, like, know all these things. When I went to Portland, like, you knew I traveled by myself. Like, I go to Scottsdale by myself. But I feel like that's something people get so scared of, you know? Oh, okay. So, I guess this is kind of, like, related to dating and relationships, but not necessarily about your past one. Mm -hmm. But you and I have something in common when it comes to dating in a sense where especially compared to our friend Jack, we tend to kind of, like if we like someone, we tend to perhaps kind of pinpoint our focus on them Mm -hmm. versus continuing to explore the options. Um, What's your perspective on that? Because I always told (laughs) you, for me, uh it's for a couple reasons. One, I'm so focused and busy, or I guess productively busy with my life career-wise and having three or four guys to talk to Mm. definitely hinders that for me. Like I can maybe talk to one or two and kind Mm. of explore that, but I can't date multiple guys and see Mm. which one's the best fit because I'm so focused on my own shit that I don't have time to, you know, evaluate. Like if you work, you work, you know what I mean? Like you you feel it too. You tend like, didn't you say that the other day? It's like nowadays when you talk to someone, you can feel if the energy is vibing. 100%. 100%. Right? Yeah. And I feel like that's so much for me now. I can talk to a guy and I can instantly know if it's a second date worthy or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. But what's your opinion? Why do you do that? And why would you, I guess, encourage others in general mm-hmm. to maybe think about doing that versus playing the whole options and whatever? Cause <laughs> Being I, the bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and look. by the way, I do say I think that's not rare, but like a great quality to have as a guy that I mm-hmm. think most people should try to consider more because I think guys, uh, you know, have a, what is it? Just like the stereotype of being a player or like always playing the field. So then I feel like women are like, okay, let's one up them and like yeah. do the same. And no, I'm no, like, no, yeah, I'm not about that, that yeah. game and you yeah. know that. So why do you do it though? Like I explained my reason, but why do you yeah, do it? So, so my reason, um, <sighs> I, I guess it's not it's it's just kind of how I naturally went through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really 
have a goal in my mind like okay I'm just gonna focus like I didn't know I didn't have a set plan on how I was gonna go through my dating life right. I I kind of went about it more naturally in terms of just like I don't know I, I felt this is again this is myself this is me talking I felt it would be better for myself and I and I and I felt like it made more sense to just if you like someone you know there's there's not really there shouldn't be really like options I mean yes you can like you know have 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 other people you can talk to but it's obviously you know we're at an age where you know we want to have want to have fun we want to experience you know a lot of different personalities Mm -hmm. we want to experience a lot of different (laughs) loves or all these things and I totally get that I'm all for that but at the same time me personally um I've always been kind of on like the quieter side right if that makes sense kind of like the more you know if I meet someone on either like a dating app or you know in person I would I would take time to Mm -hmm. to get to know that person yeah and I'm like that too because I I I have two extremes I can Mm -hmm. be really extroverted like I'm at a club or something Mm -hmm. But if you get to know Emily at her core, like I can be pretty, very much yeah. introverted, which you've seen me at a bar before. Mm-hmm. You and Jack would be like, Emily, are you okay? Because I'd be like, maybe I'd be having fun, but just still to myself, you yeah. know? And I can be kind of like, yeah. you know. And just one thing to add, that, and me personally, again, I, it would make me go, I'm already, I already haven't like I, a very bad stress over things. <laughs> if I had four to five girls, Same. I Same. would go nuts. I, would, I wouldn't even know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And so that's also another reason. I mean, other people, they can, you know, juggle things easier. But yeah. for me, it's also easier to really focus on, you know, a per- you know just one person. Mm-hmm. And so, so if, you're, if you're seriously talking to one or two or three people, that's, that's, that's tough for me. Right. Um, it's not my style. And even if it was my style, I don't think I could, I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. And so that's... Yeah, I guess that to answer your question, it's just it's 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 not my style. Right. Um it's 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 going to be too much for me. Yeah. yeah it would just it would, it would drive me more crazy than to be like, "Oh man, look at this girl. Yeah, look yeah, at yeah. like I wouldn't want to show off that." Well, speaking, it would just Speaking yeah. of that though, too, if if a girl is used to a guy mm-hmm. talking to multiple girls and they come in with maybe this impression like maybe you're doing the same and they mm-hmm. start playing those games, how do you typically react internally? Maybe obviously you're not texting something back. Are we talking know? about wait? Are we talking about games right now? Like like yeah, so, just so yeah, just te- like I yeah, hate- because because yeah, yeah. well, I think mm-hmm. people tend to play games more when they they a they're they're playing with these options, right? Yeah. So they're trying to see who's gonna chase them more, I, who's who, you know what I mean? And you and yeah, I, I, hate I hate that. that. I hate we it. hate that, and we we yeah. don't like texting either. We don't like texting people. No, I I'm I not would, a texter. I would want we both to hate call. Texting. Yes. I will call you in two seconds if yes. if, if you want, you want but, to, yeah. but with the way, <laughs> I feel like with the with with how we're, with the the world that we're in right now that's just not really obviously there's people out there who like totally love to call or to text mm-hmm. but obviously if you meet someone new in yeah. the, in, in the dating world you're, you texting is so texting surface level is is very so... it's very big and so you know me personally obviously I don't do it but I wish I could maybe if I you know meet the right person yeah. but you know, yeah, if I go on a first date with you, I would want to, you know, call you or... Yeah, because the texting, the thing about text is so bland. Right. It's so just... And it's, it can it's, be it's interpreted just, so well, many yeah. different ways. Because it's just words. It's words <laughs> It's words on a screen that there's no emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. There's no... There's not really anything... To, I mean, obviously, emojis, you know, yeah. you can... But, you know, you know what <laughs> I mean. Face. Yeah, you know... <laughs> 
Yes, you know what I mean by, you know, just face to face, you know, hearing the person's voice. It, yeah. it changed. It, it really it helped. But yeah, that I, I'm not one for games. I don't think it benefit. I don't I, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I've never understood it. Do you feel like girls who who you have noticed can and will play like texting games? <laughs> do you are you turned off by it? Um, yes. I, I mean, yeah, I'm turned. It's just. Okay, look. It's just I, you, you notice that's just not. I, as okay, look. There's you. there's excitement. Mm-hmm. There's the chasing excitement. You got there's like you got to distinguish like there's the there's games, there's the chasing, which and is then, organic. To which every is or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, you meet a person. They're <laughs> they're so attractive. It's fun. You get it. Yeah. Like okay, it's a new experience. There's all this new excitement in your life. Yeah. And it's and it's amazing. But you know, at the same time, that's different from if you meet the same person. And then they just gonna do mind games. They're gonna drive. Mm-hmm. They're this, that. There's no reason for that. Life is about just, yeah. you know, getting to know the person. You know, kind of, you know, straightforward in mm-hmm. a healthy, mature way. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah, games. It, it really depends how you do it because games can mean a lot of different things. I yeah. feel like to to people. Yeah. But um, if you play the healthy game of chasing and being romantically fun yeah if that makes sense like yeah. showing you care but right, also at the right. same time kind of not being fully giving yeah not it, fully yeah. giving it that's a different story do you enjoy when girls are more direct with you or like are willing to text you first i know this is a big <laughs> yeah, one for yeah, us yeah, yeah. because i'm a direct person uh-huh, yeah and i sometimes get concerned if i'm too direct for a guy mm. and then a lot of guys or a lot of people give me feedback though men especially like you know, my best friends like you, um, you know, will say mm-hmm. like, yeah, I appreciate it when a girl does text me first. Yeah. Just because, you know, we've like, mm-hmm. I think as women, we often just are under the impression men should mm-hmm. always do everything first. They're meant to be alpha. They're meant to be the ones chasing us, which yeah. I think we do agree to an extent. Mm-hmm. It's just that there comes a point where a it's nice to do something that stands out because how often does a guy actually receive a text from a girl first? Mm-hmm. Secondly, it also helps the guy understand like, okay, she's actually interested in me, yeah, right? Because yeah. guys are mm-hmm. often more direct, right? Because yep. you, you know, you and your guy friends too, you're, you're, you say how it is. Like, yeah. you're not going to like yeah. be like, yeah, you know, like I want to do dinner tonight. You know, you're, you, you just say how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, do you want to like get dinner at six? You mm-hmm. know, like that kind of thing. So how yeah. do you feel as a guy for a girl to do that to you or for you? I'm all about balance. I don't feel, look, there's obviously certain certain roles to take, you know, in situations to kind of, to kind of jump upon, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, obviously if you like someone and, 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 you know, whatever though, I don't, I don't, I just, the balance part comes with, if you like someone, you jump on that, on making, making the move, who, girl or guy. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like it's a, it's a role necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like like a balance in terms of right. um it really it feels you have to feel out the situation right so if yeah say out for example say i went out on a first date and i had a really great time mm-hmm. in my mind i'm i'm always you know if i go home from that first date i'm in my mind i'm gonna be like okay harry send the text send the yeah, text yeah. send the text just you know let her know how how you feel let just let her know that's yeah. it and so that's what I, in my mind that's how i naturally go about it right and I'm honestly not, as a girl yeah. i would want the guy to say something because that is showing me assertiveness exactly. because i need that in my yeah, and life look, too, so and so yeah girl and and so girl look there's some girls that love assertiveness aggress like you know certain qualities people go about things very differently mm-hmm. no matter how if it sounds easy enough like yes a guy should should easily 
do this move because it's mm-hmm. it's in our nature to do that right H- half the people in the world would agree but half might just say no let's go about it this way let's mm-hmm. try this way so mm-hmm. so i mean to answer your question me personally i would want to to show i mean look it's all it's all about showing your interest mm-hmm. at the end of the day you want to if you like someone you want to show them how much you care obviously. and you would encourage and girls so to I, do the same i i would yeah i mean because I would, I, even for me sometimes i'm like should i withhold that information yeah. like sometimes and, and I've, to- I've told you i'm yeah, like yeah. look at the end of the day if you like the guy it's as easy it's simple enough yeah. <laughs> let him let let him know you like him <laughs> that's it there's no look there, this comes back to the games part there's no there's no need for games this that just go straight to the point if you like someone show them you like them yeah that's that and however they want to interpret it however they want to reciprocate it you know give feedback that's on them but you doing your part girl or guy i i don't care i don't see a difference is that you just show them you know how much you care Mm -hmm. and that's plain and simple it's not there shouldn't be any games how do you deal with fear of not rejection but maybe Mm -hmm. lack of mutual interest i guess like how like because i think a lot of people get scared of oh but what if there's not mutual interest or what if like you're you're putting yourself out you're putting yourself out in a position to be vulnerable yeah vulnerable it's scary but how do (laughs) how do you get over because i think that is kind of something you're a little bit iffy with too sometimes oh how do you get over it yeah no and vulnerability has to do with a lot with Mm self-confidence your ego where you are in your life you know it plays a big part and so there's only so much you can do for a person to like you at the end of the day you have to know your worth you have Mm -hmm. to know you have to you know you look yourself in the mirror you'd be like you know you know you you have to you know your worth at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and you can only do so much to let someone you're trying to impress girlfriend boyfriend you can only do so much for them to to like you to show you know what you're worth but you know you're gonna come home and it's just it's gonna be you at the right. end of the day right and so you know you can either send that text with confidence and just be like you know yes or no if she doesn't respond if she doesn't like me mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna affect me it's gonna affect me big time you, uh, so you, you're you deciding de- you, you're, you you're decide. yeah you're you're the one who's always in control who should be in control yeah. you shouldn't let this is what you should do i'm not saying i do this all the time right. i still struggle with this yeah. i i think we all do because i, yeah, I we say all that do. a lot yeah, yeah. too from an objective mm-hmm. standpoint but then when it comes to myself i forget it and that's it's why easy, I yeah you. and so I'm it's like, easy do i text the guy yeah. if we're still getting and so, dinner <laughs> so when, when we get in these conversations about like like okay it's easy for me to tell you yeah like hey just do and this like, no right. just just do this it's so because yeah, yeah. i'm on the outside yeah it doesn't... But, but you see what's interesting is when you mm-hmm. think of it in an objective way you realize like actually how much it doesn't matter right mm-hmm. like when like when i tell you and i'm like do i should i text this guy if we're still getting dinner and you're like mm-hmm. yeah i mean like if you don't it's, you don't yeah, and, and it, then i realize mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah like so what if, if not if he doesn't text back like so what yeah. right you know what i mean but i feel like i i personally get that recognition like i guess realization uh-huh. when i ask you or another friend because they're saying it from an objective viewpoint because yeah. they're not gonna their ego is not involved so you get to hear what it's like to be from an objective standpoint which is where you should try to put yourself closer mm-hmm. to so that you can get over that fear because like, yeah. again, it's just your ego, yeah. right? Yeah, because, okay, think about it this way. You go home from a date. Say you have, say that night you have no one to talk to. Say mm-hmm. you can't call your friend. Say, oh, it went like this and went yeah, like that. Yeah. Say you, you can't talk to your, your parents. I don't know. Whoever helps you through it, say you can't talk to them. Half the people would go crazy that night, I feel like, because you just have, it's the reassurance that helps me personally mm-hmm. and probably the majority of people to, to, to realize you know 
just if you're going about it the right way the wrong way it helps with your because again you it's hard to rely fully on yourself Mm -hmm. especially in in a in a dating situation right because that's when kind of the confidence goes out the door yeah because that's that's a world where say you play your sport you you know you're you're kind of more in control of your sport you know you you've played it all your life you're used Mm -hmm. to it but with girls or guys it's a different game Mm -hmm. because they're all new to you they're Mm -hmm. all they're all new they're all new, say, I can relate to, they're all new, um, like, sports. Like, right. they're all, say this guy you meet is, you never played, this is your first time you get to play baseball. Yeah. Or this girl you meet, this is the first time you get to figure skate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just diving into a new thing that yeah. you're just not used to, and you have very little confidence, mm-hmm. very little, you know, self-talk, your ego, you know, mm-hmm. all these things are kind of, out the door for for those for those times when you go out and so that's where you know your your self-worth your self-confidence that that's where it all comes into play Mm -hmm. like it shines yeah well speaking of Mm self-confidence and building confidence i think that's something i would say i've helped you with a bit throughout the past you know Mm -hmm. years as you're growing and even during like the really difficult times for your mental growth yeah um, and I feel like you, you kind of mentioned this before too, but like sometimes you feel that way cause you have a little bit of a learning curve mm-hmm. and even though like the outside might perceive you as like this alpha male that'll always go up to a girl. Oh, always 100%. Say, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And so for, yeah, people look at my Instagram and yeah, just, you know, and they think it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's always but it's so funny cause you're actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I, soft. yeah, it's, it's very, so what I get a lot first impressions, it's people say, you know, they always think alpha, you know, the, the, the playboy, the, <laughs> where, just all this, it. all this stuff. Playboy I, Harry. <laughs> yeah but no it's that's i'm probably the farthest thing from that uh-huh. um, yeah which is which is really which funny. is funny yeah. because everyone who, who looks at me first has all these ideas says all these things and it's kind of the same like the same answer over and yeah. over again like this that this and then once you get to know me it's the polar opposite mm-hmm. of just kind of quiet you know more type b more yeah yeah just yeah, more back. yeah laid back doesn't really play around just kind of you know just is more tamed i yeah, guess yeah, it, yeah. and and not really the the bachelor life right and even if i wanted to do that again once you know me personally i you would think that would be the last thing he would be able to handle right right and so it, it's, it's yeah so it's funny yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, so people have their ideas. Yeah. But, yeah. How do you, how have you progressed, though, in your confidence, and what are some suggestions you have for people that struggle with it, too? Because I think, obviously, hmm. a lot of us struggle with it in 20s, but I think you grew a lot this past year, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, during COVID, and I yeah. feel like, for example, even earlier before we started this, you were talking about your interest in like this TED talk and like mm-hmm. this book coming out. And then also um, just like, I, I think you're, you're more aware that you do need to kind of figure out a little bit of after college and whatnot. Yes. Like, and I think that's something I used to try to push you to talk yeah. about. Like you're, what was it? Probably when you were at Sonoma still and you oh, would kind of push it no, off no, on it's me. Fine. And it's fine. Yeah, but I, I feel like you're like more willing to talk no, about no, it now. I'll, like I'll what has yeah. changed, you know? Yeah. So say, what is it? Even a couple years ago, maybe one or two years ago, I would kind of be my sarcastic, you know, nonchalant, 
just kind of go about things a lot easier. Like, and even if they were serious topics, mm -hmm. I would still go about them, you know, jokingly or, you know, just kind of, you know, push it aside. But it's funny, I've really, in this past year, you know, with COVID, my first relationship, all these things that, that really helped me grow, mm -hmm. it, it, make, it, it makes me turn back to those serious questions that I was asked mm -hmm. in my freshman, sophomore year, yeah. how I would go about them now. Mm -hmm. And it's it's funny. I, I have a hundred percent grown in, in ways I wouldn't I mean this quickly I mean. Mm -hmm. I obviously I still have a lot of growing and learning. Yeah, to I do. mean I think we're always growing. Yeah, we're in always this life yeah, too. exactly. And so but I mean just in this past year what I mean, I would I thought it would take me at least maybe the next three to four years. Mm -hmm. What I've what I've learned about myself in just what, eight, eight, nine yeah. months. Yeah. So yeah, that that was a real that was a big shocker to me, mm -hmm. and I was not expecting that. And you know, it's it's very tough going through it. But once you're kind of on the other side, you've been through it, you've learned. Mm -hmm. It's an it's 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 a good feeling in in ways of what you learn about yourself. Okay, last question, I guess. Um, I guess since you grew a lot in this past year, you went through our first relationship, mm -hmm. you went through our first breakup. You transfer to your third university, um, mm -hmm. and yeah. you're you're 22. Mm -hmm. But because of all the transfers and whatnot, and the situations with the pandemic, you are, I guess, technically finishing up your junior mm -hmm. year. You're starting to realize, okay, I you know need to figure out my life. Yeah. I need to kind of understand what I potentially want to pursue after mm -hmm. school. What's kind of the general? Maybe it doesn't have to be advice, but just something that you recognize now that you didn't really recognize a year ago when the pandemic started you know there's a lot that you went through in this past year mm. what's something that you could say either as a thought reflection out loud or even just a general piece of advice for those who are similar in a way where they do overthink and have anxiety and maybe are a little bit more introverted and you know struggle with some of these social aspects yeah. what's something you would say yeah, so obviously I'm now pretty used to adapting to new environments. You know, this is my third college now. And for the overthinker and for the stressful, you know, in my head person that I am, I mean, the the best advice I can give you, it come I mean, it comes back to self-care is to really focus on yourself in a way that gives you self-confidence makes you understand yourself better and to really just find things that make you truly happy in life it can be sports video games reading writing you know just any and even the little things too i really you really have to find those things that kind of like snap you out of it mm -hmm, and to mm -hmm. and to really get you out of those negative thoughts and to you know just i guess yeah find those things that snap you out of it and will just kind of give this whole fresh look on life and to give you this excitement like again you only get one life it's an exciting beautiful life you should not spend those days overthinking it making yourself go crazy you know stressing about this stressing about that you got to kind of you know take time to yourself and however way you want to do it and to just kind of refresh your brain if mm. that if that makes sense it does i i really like that you ended with that because you know me i'm always advocating for self-care, yeah. building self-confidence, working mm -hmm. on things for yourself, by yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think this is 
such a nice you know learning lesson to have and obviously you're a very close friend of mine so Mm -hmm. for to be able to witness your growth this past year and then to have you share some of that on the podcast i think is such a huge step so yeah and hopefully yeah i can i can hopefully relate and just you know it's i'm i'm in college right now you know i'm playing sports for for the people who are doing the same you know we're all you know we're all in this together it's not easy and um you just have to really find those people friends family partner whoever help you the most and really try to stay with them as as and talk with them as much as you can and just kind of you know refresh that brain and to to get it get it going in a positive way And that was all for today's Raw Chat episode with my best friend, Harry. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and had a takeaway. And if you did, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It literally just takes 30 seconds. And if you've heard me say this a million times because you are a frequent listener, then I would so, so appreciate it if you let me know how much you've been enjoying the podcast. And even better, be sure to follow along with the community on the podcast Instagram at whatfulfillsyoupod. And one last thing, if you guys didn't know, I recently dropped the first edition to the podcast merchandise collection, which is the Daily Notebook. It is such a cute black leather notebook with gold edge pages and just everything in black and gold. So it's super sleek if you're looking for a new daily notebook to use for your gratitude, for writing your to-do list, for just staying organized mentally. Highly recommend. Go check it out. It is on the official website at www.whatfulfillsyou.com. And that is all for now. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.